Values and principles are things that most parents try to instill in their children, while also making sure that these ideas don't become stifling and oppressive and also allow them to become their own person. Most families are able to make this happen without too many issues, but most families don't have their lives aired on national television. Tonight, I'm going to tell you the story of the Stockdale family and the wife swap murders. Shooting accidents on movie sets, a missing five-year-old boy who's been found dead right here in Massachusetts, and a final, but probably not so final, update on Gabby Petito. I've got a smorgasbord of stories for you this week. From time to time, during the How Did We Miss That podcast, we may talk about details of crimes that some may find triggering or disturbing. Listener discretion is highly advised. we miss that? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of How Did We Miss That? I'm Christine. And I'm John. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's good to be seen. It's You're, good to be uh, seen. You were reading on your phone, and I thought I was about to say, how did you miss your cue to come in with the hi? But you made it. You were paying I attention. Did. Good. I was paying attention. Proud I was just trying you. to find my update on the... Uh, Oh, yes. Do we want to get an update or should I save mine for my story part? Is your story part of your update or is it a different like story? I've got a mishmash of, like I said in the intro, a smorgasbord, smorgasbord, a buffet, if you will, of Buffets stories, aren't allowed right now. It's updates. COVID. No, they're back. They Buffets? are back, baby. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Just like uh, mur- murdering and killing people, buffets are back. Oh, yeah. all right. Cool. I don't know why they ever went away. They have that sneeze well, guard thing. I know, but people touching, all the touching of the food. But it doesn't spread by touching. Anyway, this is not Whatever. a COVID Moving podcast. On. Continuing. Continue. Anyway, I'll, I'll save mine if you'd right. like to I'm update yours now. I'm going to just update on the uh, Jonathan Garish and Ellen Chung, the family with their one-year-old daughter, Miju, and their dog, Oski. Oski? Oski? I don't know. <laughs> you ski, we ski, we all ski. <laughs> Apparently. I don't ski. I do not ski. Not a fan of skiing. Anyway, they were all found dead on the Sierra Trail. Uh, Authorities have finally given a cause of death. It is extreme dehydration. Now, I remember when I told you about this last week and you, you cried bogus. You said, no way. Yeah. Fake news. That's what I'm feeling. I'm sorry. Let's say we are getting really dehydrated. Okay. Yes. Are we all going to get extremely dehydrated right at the exact same time and all die at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. That's We're all just going to sit there and die together. Like I don't. Well, that's sorry. That's fair. But I wonder if females dehydrate differently than males and kids and whatever. I wonder if there's some kind of science to this. Okay, but maybe there is. But still. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but you just yeah, but stilled me. I did. <laughs> We're hiking, okay? Yes, I'm we're hiking along. I'm really yeah. dehydrated. I'm telling you, I don't feel well. I have a headache. I'm feeling very sick, okay? Yeah. Maybe our kid is starting to display some weird signs of dehydration. Yeah. So we sit and we calm down for a minute. Yeah. What do you do? Wait with us for a little bit, right? And then when it seems like it's getting really bad, then what? 
we go get help. Yeah, you don't just sit down and die. Right, right. Listen, <laughs> I'm not. I'm no scientist. I'm no doctor. But all I can think of is that it's like severe heat illness is almost like getting carbon monoxide poisoning, where you start like. But like all at the same time. Yeah, it could have happened. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm it not th- feeling in the dog. Dogs are like survival creatures. They're in, I mean, they're wild animals at exactly. heart. So you think the they dogs would, are just going to sit there and die? Yeah. What a good boy just sat there and watched its owners die instead of running off to get water. Oh, which baby. that's fake though. That you're right. This is fake news because I don't like this. I'm I don't feeling, think a wild no. animal with their instinct would sit there and wait. They would go try to. F- I mean, their instinct would take over. Right. It, this doesn't something strange as a foot. Yeah, I don't agree. There are I don't nefarious, like this. nefarious doings out there in the Sierra and Trail. And I also, I can't find it, and I didn't have enough time to really, truly look for it, but I swear when I told the story, they had a full backpack. Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen. I so swear that I read that their camelback was full. Yeah, I thought you said that too, full yes. of water. Yeah, and now they're saying that they had an empty water thing, no water. Yeah, I don't know. Also, it's so hot. They knew it was hot. It didn't like suddenly become super hot. Why would you hike with your dog and your child and know not enough water? Right. Well, you know, I blame Brian. And weren't they only a mile away from where they left their car? Yeah. How? What? One point seven no. miles. Yeah. No. I blame Brian Laundry. It's him. He the, did uh, the hiking trail killer. That's it was his him. new name. Totally All did right. it. All right. Well, anyway, my story. First, before I begin, um, I got my sources were an article from popculturemedium.com from July 13th of 2019, and an article from thenetline.com from September 15th of 2021 by Kate Marin. Wonderful. All right. Anyway, so I mentioned that we're calling these wife swap murders, right? Yes. So for those of you who don't know, for our friends not in America, I don't even know if they would know in the UK either. Do they have a wife swap UK? You know, I... Most of these shows, American Idol, all these shows that we love here yeah. that have become popular have UK roots right. or Japanese game show roots, for example. So probably, they, I'm sure they have something right. similar. Well, it's called Wife Shop. Wife Shop. Ooh. Wife <laughs> now Swap. Now that show That's could be interesting. interesting. Yes. <laughs> it's like a mix of supermarket sweep, but with wives where you're shopping for wives. Try to stuff as many as your, in your cart as you can. Uh, no? No. That doesn't work? Okay. Mm-mm, anyway. No. Anyway. It started in 2004, and it ran for seven seasons. It also had a really quick spinoff called Celebrity Wife Swap, which I haven't gotten to yet. Well, I'll get to it. I'm still on season five of Wife Swap. Anyway, (laughs) so how I came about the story is because, like I just said, I've been watching Wife Swap. Yeah. Meanwhile, the house is overflowing Excuse in filth. Me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Pardon me. I joke. It I is joke. Not. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying your so time I used to watch at it. home while I'm working away to the bone. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Fifth season of Wife Swap. You're getting there. <laughs> I wish you all could see her face right now. I might be dead at the end of this episode and then you'll have a fresh story for next week. Are you quite done? Yes, I'm done. Yes, Thank you. Please. I used to watch it when Husband I was younger. Husband looking was, pretty good right now. Flip. <laughs> Can ahead. you stop? Yes, go ahead. Sorry. <sighs> You're just so cute all angry over there. Stop. All right, I'll close my eyes. Go. Anyway, I used to watch it when it was actually on television. And then I never finished like certain seasons or whatever. And it, it's now available on Hulu. So I decided I was going to start watching it. And my favorite thing to do is to Google the people that are on it to see like where they are. Well, heck, wouldn't you know, I just Googled these people and it turns out 
this story was there. So I, I want to tell you about this because I totally missed it. Yeah, quick question. Now, did you have okay. a funny feeling about them? Or were yes. you just doing your normal no, I totally did. process of Google? So I don't look up people if they're not like, like really if they're not interested out yeah. of like the you know, okay. out of the crazies, if Fair. they're just totally normal-ish people. Yeah, okay. I don't look them up, but sometimes there's like something sticks out. Like, like I better look, a, I need to look this up. There was a family who um they actually swapped places with a family that was like all macho men and like you had to be a man, like you yeah. couldn't be a sissy, you, you know, whatever. He's gay. And then there was another family whose boys were like all into theater and dancing and yeah. whatever. So I looked up those boys to see if they ever became anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them actually had his own dance company. Oh, I thought so you were going to say one of them's a bodybuilder. No. <laughs> no. The macho husband's probably secretly gay and he doesn't Oh, for know sure. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, I looked up these people because I'll tell you in a minute, they're a little off the deep end. A little shady. Yeah. And then I found this crazy thing. So let me continue on. Okay. So basically the premise of the show is that they find two families who usually have like config conflicting ideas mm-hmm. maybe it's like political or one house is super messy and the other one's like ridiculously clean it's basically stuff like that you get the idea right yeah i mean I, you I, never put two families that are like similar and like right, okay yeah. well it's mine too <laughs> i find it comical that you're explaining to our true crime audience which is probably mostly ladies how wife swap works i'm sure they've seen it but maybe they haven't and if they haven't i need to explain it and we also have people outside of the united states that probably have no very, idea what wife swap is. Very inclusive, very fair. You're yes. right. Anyway, the point is basically to see how other people live, maybe change your way of thinking a little bit. Yeah. Maybe hopefully get the wife a little bit more appreciation. That's the goal of the show, right? To change right. the thinking, yeah. I think it sounds great. I, I wish it was still on. I want to apply. I need <laughs> some appreciation. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so the first <laughs> Unbelievable. week, the wives have to live by the rules of the other family, the family that they're joining. And then on the second week, they get to change the rules however they see fit. Yes. And then that family has to go by their rules. Yeah. Usually it doesn't work out that way, but they try. And then after the two weeks is over, they have this sweet little kumbaya session, hopefully, and sit and talk to each other about what they found and what they learned. Yeah. Never works out that way. There's always, you suck and I'm great going well, on at the I've table I've seen meeting. it work out. I've seen it work out. Sometimes it does. Yeah. But anyway, that was the intent. Okay. Right. Yes. So that's the show in a very quick nutshell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this episode was season four, episode 13, to be exact. And it aired on April 13th of 2008. And it introduced America, America to the Tonkovic family of Illinois, who have a son and a daughter, both in their 20s-ish at the time, that live with their mom, Lori, and their dad, John. Lori and John don't believe in rules for their children. In fact, they both have their respective partners living with them. Oh. The kids, not the parents. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wow. <laughs> so, you know, the daughter has a boyfriend who lives with them, and the son has a girlfriend who lives with them. None of these kids have jobs. They showed, like, a bunch of times where the kids would come up to Lori and ask for money, and she just, like, handed out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, they, I mean, kind of little moochers here, but it is a thing. And then the son, Paul, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. is a rapper. Oh, and I tried Was to find not him. Expecting that. Tried to find him. Not a rapper anymore. So <laughs> didn't exist. Mm, okay. It was apparently his rapper name was T Vic. T Vic. Yeah. But his name's Paul. Paul Tonkovic. Tonkovic. Yeah. There's so many other better names he could have come up with. He, we, P Tonk. Yeah. 
P-tonk. The P-tonk kid. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of great stuff. Anyway, so that was the point. Of course, rap music has bad lyrics and, yes. you know, yeah. weird s- subject matter. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Most of it. In your opinion, yes. Will Smith doesn't Come have on. to cuss. We're going to lose all of our rap rapper and hip-hop listeners. I know. Thanks to your uh, evaluation of their music. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so she switches places with Catherine Stockdale and her husband, Tim, from Ohio. They have four sons, Calvin, Charles, Jacob, and James. Now, the story goes that while living in their home in the big city, they heard gunshots. And right then and there, they decided this was not the place to raise children. And packed everything up and moved to a farm in Beach City, Ohio. There, they started a wholesome bluegrass band and raised their children on strict Christian morals and farm-to-table food. (laughs) It's true. It's what it is. Is their last name Brady? No, it's Stockdale. Yeah, I heard you. The most interesting thing, though, was how far they went to keep their sons from any kind of air quote, bad yeah. influences. Yeah. So I'm actually going to quote, I, I didn't get to say this, that the families leave a manual mm-hmm. of how they run their home so yes. that the other mother can see like all their rules and everything. Yeah. So I'm actually going to quote from the Stockdale family, family manual as it was seen on the show. Okay. So this is a direct quote. I love this. We moved to the country to get the boys away from the city. Our children are being raised away from violent language, sexual influences, drinking, smoking, drugs, rap music, and all things we left behind in the city. Instead, we are raising our children on a diet of wholesome activities and farm work, keeping their minds pure and their bodies healthy and keeping out the influences of modern society. That is why we homeschool. Mm, Red flag. Mm -hmm. Children need structure, and there's plenty of structure in this house. Our boys know what they are supposed to be doing from sunup to sundown. They are busy doing chores, running the farm, doing schoolwork, and of course, practicing for performances. Everything they need is here on the farm with their family. We teach our boys that to succeed, you have to have a good work ethic. We raise chickens and process chickens. And what we don't eat, we sell. We all pitch in and I can get, I can gut a chicken in under four minutes. Ooh, sexy. That was, yeah. wow. <laughs> The boys receive tokens for every chore they do, and an extra token if they do it with a glad heart. Aw. I wish that would work for us. Yeah. They trade their tokens for privileges, like listening to the radio or for a stick of gum. Ooh. What are, this is like yeah. prison. Processed and fast foods are forbidden. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down with that. Food is nourishment for the mind as well as the body, so it's important to eat right. We mostly only eat foods that we grow or we buy from local farmers. That way we know it's healthy and natural. I give my boys a large spoonful of cod liver oil. Oh, that's good for you. After dinner to keep their hearts and minds strong. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. (laughs) TV and video games are banned. They produce redundant minds and lazy children. I'm about to agree with that one. Yes, agree 100%. I want my boys to be active, productive, and busy every waking moment. Internet access is restricted. There's no idle surfing in this house. Instead, we enjoy spending time reading to each other, playing music or storytelling. Mm. What's the name of their cult? (laughs) (laughs) The boys are not encouraged to date until they are ready to get married. 
They need to concentrate on building the right foundations for a healthy and moral life, not thinking about girls. There is plenty of time to worry about that when they have found their bride-to-be and are ready to settle down. Our motto is, it might be a hard life, but it's a good life. Yes. Nothing is free for the boys. Everything has to be earned. I teach the boys value and respect by using the token system. The boys collect tokens by doing chores with a glad heart to exchange for things they want. That way they learn the value of their privileges and don't come to just expect them. All right. What do you think? End quote, by the way. First of all, that was long. It was really long. Sorry. I think it sounds a little uh, cultish. That's why I said, what's the name of their cult? Or super religious fanatic. Does it not seem like so controlling? Yes. 100%. So at this part in the show, Lori, the wife who was swapped, Mm Mm-hmm. She like starts to cry and she's like, these kids aren't kids. They can't be kids. Yeah. And I can see why she's upset about it. I mean, this is crazy stuff. It's crazy. But I mean, some of it I'm on board with. I got to say, you know what it reminds me of though, are those people that kill their entire family because they're scared that something bad's going to happen to them. Yeah. You know, those kind of family Mm -hmm. annihilators we talked about earlier. That's what I feel like. They're so scared. Something's going to happen to their family. They're just like not letting them go. You know what else I got from this? We need to make the Joins family manual because I would love to like go pull it off the shelf and say on page 88, (laughs) section one, excerpt five, you broke rule number, whatever, blah, 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 and have like some kind of, you know, punishment for it. That'd be awesome. Okay. I would do it all the time. (laughs) All right. Like there would be stuff in there like don't leave the oven on, don't leave the heat on, stuff for the kids, like don't hit your sister. So I'm getting punished. And so all of us are. All of everyone except for me, because I don't do anything bad, but I would pull the <laughs> manual down and I would cite it and say, All right. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. We're okay. doing this. Okay. Well, I'll let you do that. I will. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the part where I tell you why this is even on this show. Because you're probably going, Okay, what about Wife Swap? Yeah. This show, not Wife Swap. Not show. Wife Swap. Gotcha. This show. Yeah. On June 15th of 2017, Stark County Police received a hang up call to 911 at 4 36 p.m. Deputies headed to the location of the call where they found the front door of the residence open. As they came closer, they saw someone lying close to the door, then heard a gunshot and immediately called for backup. While they waited, they continued into the house where they found that Jacob Stockdale had shot his mother, Kathy, and his younger brother, James. Who by this time was 21 years old, by the way. Mm -hmm. On the show, I think he was like 11. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both were killed in an attempt at suicide Jacob then shot himself. The police found him on the floor covered in blood, alive, but just barely. Responding officers found Catherine upstairs in a bathroom. The figure that they saw near the front door was James. Jacob was rushed to the hospital where he was in critical condition and underwent many procedures and surgeries that eventually saved his life. So he lived. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Crazy lucky. Yeah. Police had never been called out to the Stockdale home before and had never had any problems with any of the Stockdale boys, as I'm sure you probably guessed because they weren't even allowed out of the house Mm -hmm. to have problems. Yeah. (laughs) Charles and Calvin had both moved out of the family home, but Jacob and James were still living with Kathy and Tim, who was out of the house at the time. Jacob shot his family with a 20-gauge shotgun. Yikes. Yeah. The indictment process was slow at the beginning because Jacob was in the hospital recovering from his injuries but he was eventually arrested in September of 2018, longer than one year after the murder. So that's how long it took him to even get out of the hospital. Wow. 
He was charged with two counts of murder and he entered a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. I'm sure you yeah, of course. guessed. Mm-hmm. In January of 2019, Jacob attended a short hearing with his defense attorney where they requested a psychological evaluation, which would have been his second evaluation at this time. If anyone's curious, if you go to, um, I think it was my first source, which is popculture.medium.com, they actually have the hearing on video because at this point they were on video. Oh, okay. So it's, it was really interesting to watch. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty cool. In May, Jacob was hospitalized in a psychiatric facility because he was deemed not mentally competent to stand trial. Allegedly, he tried to escape from the facility twice, once in November of 2019 by hiding between bookshelves, and then again in December of the same year by trying to blend in with people who were leaving the facility. That's, that's how I would do that's it. smart, yeah. That seems smart to me. Yeah. However, after his time there and, and an evaluation, he was deemed competent to stand trial. His trial was originally set for early 2021, but then COVID. <laughs> but then COVID. But then COVID. We're going to be saying say. that the rest of our lives, aren't we? Uh, until stories start. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, yes. The rest until, of our lives. Until better things happen. Yeah. yeah. So in May of 2021, Jacob pleaded guilty to the murders and was sentenced to 15 years for each murder to be served consecutively. Though there was never a motive given. Lori Tonkovic, the wife who was swapped with Kathy, has this to say. Ooh. She did a an interview with the Daily Mail UK. And this is what she said. Quote, when I switched the rules and I was going to let them have fun, let them have a television and video games and experience life a little bit, Jacob ran outside crying. And when I went out after him, I asked him what was wrong. And he said that his mom and dad would tell him that he would burn in hell. God gives you free will, free will they didn't have. They weren't allowed to make choices. I think it just caught up to him. Like I said before, That's my story, cult, yeah, or yeah, or just religious fanatic, which I guess they're synonymous with one another, right? Well, sometimes, but yes, mostly. So before I go on to my stuff, I'd just like to point out that a normal functioning brain. Because we all stereotype things right? whilst watching Wife Swap would say, you know what? I bet the kid who raps and says bad language and the people that are just free free will and do whatever you want are the troublemakers. Exactly. But no, your sick criminal mind brain, mind brain, searches the, the wholesome religious people. Because you know what? <laughs> Something's not right here. Because red flags, red flags. Yeah. That, so many red flags. Because that's how you and your weird true crime people. Our audience thinks. We're not weird. We are unique. I would have been like, how sweet, how wholesome. They were hardworking family. They had almost, a cool little bluegrass band. Almost Amish. Band. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Was that the first red flag, the bluegrass band? No. The first red flag <laughs> is when she changed the rules and said they were going to go on a date. So, mind you, Calvin and Charles. Calvin was 19, I believe. And Charles, I think, was 16. Yeah. And then I think at the time, Jacob was maybe Fourteen. I have to look it up. And I know that the little one was 11. So I think he was maybe 14. But anyway, she told them that they were going to go on a date and they like flipped out. They Crazy. were like, no, this is not how we believe. And, you know, this is, we're not going to do it. And it was like crazy. She had to like really talk to them about it and explain yeah. to them that like, well, I'm not asking you to kiss these people. I'm just asking you to like have a conversation with someone and see that it's not a bad thing. You can yeah. go on dates. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. 
So that's when Incredible. I was like, oh man, these kids are. I love it. I think scared. everybody's screwed up. So I, I mean, I don't give anyone the benefit of the doubt. Well, Everyone is crazy until proven yeah. otherwise. Definitely make you feel that way. Yeah. All right. I've just got some quick little quickies for you. Okay. Um, because, you know, we'll, we keep it short nowadays. Mm-hmm. So last week, Alec Baldwin, did you hear about this? Sort of, a little bit. He's on the set of a movie called Rust, I believe. Okay. In New Mexico. And it's a Western. First of all, who's making Westerns in 2021? And I wonder if it's like a like, like a that, Quentin Tarantino kind of Western or like even, what was that? Will, Will Smith did the Wild Wild West one that was like all futuristic. Yeah, and Western. we watched um, Cowboys versus Aliens or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Cowboys and Aliens. Um, I think that... Uh, I've heard that this was like a low budget type movie. So I'm just, you know, I don't know. Alec Baldwin's a little past his prime when it comes to movies. He's moved on to like game show host and. He's hosting a game show? Yeah. He hosts uh, Hollywood Squares. What? Yeah. How did you miss that? How did I miss that? We don't really watch watch, regular TV. But anyway, he's kind of, I haven't seen him in a movie in God knows when. And uh, so he's on the set of this movie, and it involves weapons. It's a Western. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, a scraggly beard. He looks really, like, road hard and put away wet. And he uh, is provided a gun. This is how I understand the story. There's a, a bunch of conflicting information out there, but he's provided a gun, which is, in quotes, a cold gun, which in the movie world and probably everywhere means it's not loaded with live ammo. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that tells me. Not not working on movies or not knowing about movies. That tells me that they also have hot guns because they need to distinguish between the two. I feel like if you're making a movie and you have special effects, the gun should always be cold. There should be no ammo on, on right, sight. Right, but I wonder how much of the ammo is like not an actual bullet, but like an exploding... Yeah, it's a blank. Y- yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that... I mean, I'm sure it's not supposed to be a real... But that's what, what I'm saying is there should... If I'm making a movie and there's modern technology where you can fake things with computer right, or whatever what there should be no live rounds on the premises anywhere there's a gun present well i'm sure that'll happen now <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that they have hot and cold guns on a movie set makes me a little nervous and you know something like this has happened before have you heard of the movie the crow who was yeah. like a, and bruce lee's mm-hmm. son i think he got shot on set and died from it I did know that now that I think about it. You didn't miss that. I completely, like, that's in a filing cabinet in the back of my head that I... That's our other show. How did did I forget that? How did I completely forget that? (laughs) Um, So anyway, he's handed this gun for a shooting scene, I would presume, and he fires and he kills the cinematographer and injures the director's assistant director or something like that. So he shot at the wrong people? (laughs) No, I think that, like, if you're not used to using a gun... I mean, like we went shooting right. and you shot, and I the, shot roof. the ceiling. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that I don't know the particulars on that. That part hasn't come out like why he was aiming at the cinematographer, but maybe she was like, the, he was, it was pointing at the camera type scene. You know what That's I mean? That's what I was thinking. I wonder if it was it's like a POV was shot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she's dead and oh, she yeah. was like 34 and a mom wow. and a wife. And just, you, you think if, if I'm me, your husband, which you are. I am. And you're going to work on this film. I would like to think you're safe and like something like this yeah, could never you happen. Even think <laughs> twice. Now, the profession you are in, I think you could get shot sometimes. It worries me because there are school mean. shootings and stuff. Okay. But if you're going to work on a movie set, I wouldn't think you could die of gunshot. Although apparently it's happened before. 
That's crazy. It, it is crazy. And the part that's interesting is, of He course, probably feels so yeah, bad. Yeah, he feels so bad. He's been in shock. I can't imagine the then. guilt. But what I learned today is that he could be charged criminally. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. There's a recorded interview out there or something where somebody said they had a problem with the gunsmith who's on the thing or the, mm-hmm. ar- the, the armorer, I guess is his name. And they were having issues with some of the people on set and almost like blaming it on that guy for having a hot gun. Yeah. And not clarifying that this was a hot gun. Alec Baldwin, of course, is innocent because he's just an actor. He was handed this weapon. He didn't load it. He didn't mean to kill right, anyone. There was no motive. Right? No motive. But here's the here's the 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 hook. He's also a producer on the show, and the blame is being centered around the production because they but, did not hire a good armor. They didn't vet whatever. Okay, all the, but, so anyway, he could be charged criminally, and in New Mexico, it could be eighteen years in jail and like a shitload of money and fines. Well, it's involuntary manslaughter. It is. Yes. So yes, he can absolutely be charged criminally. I don't know. <sighs> I don't Crazy, know. right? I just don't, I, I I understand he's part of the production crew, but I also don't see negligence on his part. So I would feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he could fight though, this and yes, probably win it. I would feel it, as though a judge would. Since we are a true you know crime podcast, it's a, he could you. be charged criminally. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, oh, I can't imagine how he feels right now. That must be awful. Yeah. And the, the next story I have is local to us here in Mass. Um, a little boy, five years old, Elijah Lewis, went missing. They think six months ago. Oh, my God. How but do you think six months ago? That was the last time anybody reports seeing him in person. Okay. But he just got <laughs> reported missing a couple weeks ago. Well, By unfortunately, who? that part I wasn't clear about. Okay. Because his, par- his parents didn't do it, and I'll get to that in a minute. I think I just missed that part in the story, <laughs> and I'll have to read that. That's not the point of why I'm telling okay, the story. Sorry, moving on. He was missing, and he um, unfortunately was found. His re- remains were found here in South Massachusetts in a state park down by Quincy in a town called Abington. Okay. He's from New Hampshire, so this is all local to us, Merrimack, New Hampshire. Um, his parents were arrested just the other day in New York for negligence and mm-hmm. tampering with um, witnesses. Because they told people that knew them to not give the boys residence out where he lived, not give any information when they started searching for him. Somebody, I think it was grandma or somebody reported him missing. So then they started looking. But they think he had been missing and dead for six six months. And so now the parents have not been arrested or charged with killing him. They don't know who killed him. Nobody knows because they're not talking. But what do you think? Do you think they're the leading suspect? Probably. For sure. They're unmarried and they are both uh, in custody right now while they figure this thing out. But the sad part is the poor kid's dead. So there's there's more to this story, a lot more, which I'll probably update because, like I said, yeah, they have no idea do. how he died. Has and, to be. It, you don't yeah, just right? like, not report your kid missing for six months and then your kid's missing and you go to a completely different state. Yeah, so the... Um, it doesn't a, make any sense. A cadaver dog found him and had to dig him up, so he had been buried. Was the cadaver dog looking for him? Yes, they, there was a there? big search. 
Yeah, that something seems really strange. I'm not doing the story justice. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I, asking too many questions. I wanted <laughs> to talk about the part where he was like kind of missing for six months. The rest right. of the details I don't have. I'd like to cover this more in depth at a got later it. time. But I'll he, stop asking. Questions. No, no, it's okay. There was they got some kind of tip, and, and yeah. somebody reported him missing, and they had a, a reason to believe that he was in this area in South Massachusetts. Okay. So they went there with the cadaver dog and search teams. They've been searching for a couple days. Got it. And they finally found him, and that was the. Big recent news with it, you know, he's dead, but they don't, they still don't know who killed him. And the, the parents are just filed under negligence for not reporting him missing like they probably should have. Well, Wouldn't yeah. you report your kid missing if he was missing? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not the girl. She's been kind of shitty lately, but <laughs> <laughs> I would still report her missing. Yeah, I, would I ain't too. going to no jail for negligence. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, not for that, for many other things, but not that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. All right, finally, on a more serious note, um, the Gabby Petito thing came to a, a, I don't know what the right word is, an unceremonious end, especially if I'm the family. Yeah, I don't know if it's over. It's not over, but he's dead. Right. And we still don't know if he did it, which, you know, allegedly and all that stuff, like we've been saying, I'm pretty certain he did it because he seems like a total scumbag, especially if he killed himself. Uh, yeah, do we, we, I mean, we don't have cause of death, yes? No cause of death. Um, the area where he was found was underwater previously from like heavy rain. So I guess mm, he could so have probably won't. drowned, but he, I mean, he wouldn't, he's a, like a survivalist guy. You don't make camp in a yeah. runoff area where you're going to get get flooded in. You know what I mean? Right. But there's a weird twist that I just learned about in an article. Oh. His parents went out to look for him. <clears throat> in this nature preserve in Florida. Some reporters and police followed. While they were looking around, they got pissed off that the reporters were too close, so they backed off a little bit. Eventually, they came across a white bag that was his, and it was dry, so they retrieved that, and what they found, what they thought to be human remains. So the police moved in. FBI moved in, secured the area, whatever. So wait, the parents found it? The parents found this bag. Okay. I'm sorry. You're right. I screwed that up. They found this bag, which prompted police to move in and say, this is his bag. Got it. Okay. They found human remains, cordoned off the area. Um, But what I read was, and and these TikTok people that are are very upset about this and all the sleuths out there that have been trying to Mm -hmm. figure this out. Apparently, there was a water bottle, which can be seen in footage inside the van on Gabby and What's-His-Nuts YouTube channel about living the van life. You can see the bottle in the van, and it's a very distinct water bottle, and it's hers Okay, from Seattle. Apparently, that water bottle was found at the scene where he was dead, and the police just left it there. They were too concerned with the bones or something, and they did not retrieve it the sleuths think that the parents grabbed it and put it in that white bag because the white bag wasn't taken by anybody it's not evidence there's just all these weird shady holes in this whole thing that makes me think what the hell's going on here i would i would like to think though that investigators would ask for the bag i I mean i hope they do now it's probably it's it's not gonna be evidence anymore but it's just crazy to me that if all of this is true, that that water bottle was there, that means uh, he was in possession of her stuff. I mean, it, it pretty much says that he did this. What we're all, what we already all know in our own minds, but now it can't right. be proven. It can never. How can it ever be proven? 
that he it, did this. It can. And if I'm if I'm the Petitos, I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> this whole thing has been just so incredibly screwed up from the start. Yeah. And it sucks because really, that's, that's yeah. their kid. You know what I mean? And as much as it's closure, it's not closure. No, it's not because from the Moab police that I covered before, mm-hmm. all this crap about him going home and then his parents basically covering for him. Right. And, and the burning question in my mind that I just can't get away from, what happens with Dog? Does he get paid? He no, didn't find him. He didn't find him. He doesn't get paid. What kind of it's bum gig is that? Hunter. That's what bounty hunting is. They hunt bounties. Right. So does he just like, hey, thanks, dog. See you around next time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He goes on to another person. I'm sure they had to pay him something. Why? He didn't pay him anything. Because he, he went on TV. I know he didn't. Well, he did. He he brought forward some clues in some general area. But oh, well, I don't know then. Maybe. I don't think you land a celebrity bounty hunter without paying something. But I'm very concerned about Doc. I mean, I just think, okay. it's, I just think it's weird. That <laughs> Not concerned about him in the slightest. It was all over the news that he helped. And then all of a sudden, now we don't hear about him anymore. He's just gone. And mm. this whole thing's over. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Th- this whole story is just so, it's so weird. It's strange. Very strange. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure we're going to have more to follow. Fox News seems to have fallen in love with this story. There's something new every day. They have pages dedicated to it and all this stuff. So, wow. I don't really know why them and not anyone else has picked up on it like that. But Fox News can get a little national inquiry sometimes. I think maybe that's why. But I don't know. I'm going to keep following it because I'm interested in it. And it's strange. Yeah. For anybody listening, if you're interested... Go check out MMIWUSA.org. It is a web page that is dedicated to missing and murdering indigenous women. Oh, yeah. Who don't get their story told as much as sweet. I mean, Gabby, it's awful. But, you know, she's a beautiful white blonde woman, which yeah. for some reason yeah. seems to get all the attention. So that, that's the other part of this thing that yeah. I don't get is why it just blew up and yeah. it still continues to strange. Yeah. I think she had a really big social media presence and I think that's why, you know, kind of helped to bring it I wouldn't say it was, to light. I mean, it's big now. She has like over a million followers. I'd be interested know, to see what it was big. until before she, this became a story. Cause yeah. I don't think they were that big, but anyway, I, I yeah, I hear you. Please go to that because yeah, there's a lot of other there's people. There's a lot of people that could use our help. And maybe you'll find some information that you didn't realize was somebody missing that I, you might know. So, And another note, and I don't know how I didn't fact check this or look into it, but on, on my favorite podcast, the Adam Carolla show, the news person said that I guess in the process of looking for her and all this, nine other bodies were found that nobody wow. knew anything about. And like wow. I said, I did not fact check that. So all you sleuths out there, if I'm screwing this up, sorry, I heard it somewhere else. But That's interesting. That'd be a good if, follow up to if find that's, out. If that's true. On that. If that's true, it, it illustrates the point we're talking about here. That some things just don't even get looked at. They get swept under the rug by the cops or whoever. Yeah. Why did this one pick up so much attention? It adds to the fishiness of it, if you ask me. Yeah. All right. That's my right. Uh, my stuff. Well, if you want any more information on these cases, please make sure to follow us on social media at How Did We Miss That? And until next week, keep your head up and look out for each other. <laughs>